Yo, what's up? This is your boy Sugula with the Man GT. Yo, what's going on, boy? And we're here for yet another episode of Beyond the Arc. Yep, episode eight. Boy, episode can you believe eight. it? Eight episodes. We'll already. just call it eight because if you turn it eight sideways, it's infinity. So, wow. Wow. That was, that was not in the script. We don't even have a script. We're going to be here forever. <laughs> nice. I think that. Good way, good way to start the episode. Yeah. So this week we're going to keep it nice and short, right? I mean, it's been a while since, since we've been in the, in the recording studio, in the booth. Uh, we're going to keep it nice and easy this week because uh, obviously there's a break in the NBA, but just because there's a break in the NBA doesn't mean that basketball season's over. Yeah, yeah, I think there's been, like, the cool thing about basketball, I guess, is, like, we had a crazy free agency. We, we've spoken about that yeah. already. Yeah. Now we're headed towards the last few weeks before the season. You know, people are starting to do some light training. Everyone's starting to get their game face on. And, nice. yeah, I think also what's cool is, um, obviously, there's new things happening. Yeah. And the NBA is always developing. Yeah. And maybe that could be a way for us to get straight into it. And we've never spoken about it on the show yet, but the NBA Africa. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how how I can how I can kind of like put into words how excited I am about the fact that this thing is happening. So what basically happened is I think in February there was already talks about like how the NBA is going to back um, the NBA in FIBA, I think it was. Yeah. They were going to back a basketball league, a basketball league that's going to start in Africa. Yeah, yeah. And then a couple of weeks ago, the NBA FIBA they made it official. Um, I think they even had Masai Ujiri out here with the with the championship. Yeah. Um, so they made it. They made an official announcement that there's going to be a African Basketball League. So it's going to be called the uh, what Basketball African basketball League actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh. Wow, that's going to be that's yeah. going to be so dope, dude. Yeah, I'm so be, excited for that. It's going to be very very dope. Um, yeah. I mean, look. Unfortunately, we we don't have a team. But when you look at the rankings, you, I think I think you mentioned it off air that we're like 18th in the continent. Oh man, I'm African, dog. So as long as there's, a, exactly. there's an African team, exactly. So exactly. yeah, so I mean, I think I think it makes sense. I think when it comes to being an economic power, um, South Africa is one of the biggest, you know, economic powers on the, mm. on the continent. But in basketball, we are behind so many countries. I mean, I think rugby, cricket, soccer, we're like one of the powerhouses. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, basketball is not one of those situations. But look, I think it's something which I think it's a sport that's because they're so aggressively looking to grow. Mm-hmm. Especially through 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 the continent of Africa, yeah, I'm sure eventually it'll catch on. Cause I think especially amongst the youth, because yeah. I mean we, I'm, I think there's quite a strong viewing, um, like there's quite a strong viewership for basketball. I mean the fact that that you can watch the games for, for free on YouTube is insane. Yeah, I think like that's a very clever clever ploy by them because it gives everybody access to it. Yeah, which is cool. And yeah, I mean look the like like. The way, like, like I don't think we've quite take, taken to basketball in this country yet. Yeah. But, I mean, like I said, I think the youth will kind of drive that. And all it takes is if we can get a few players that make it through to the NBA. Because, I mean, we can kind of claim Steve Nash. Yeah. Because he had some time here in, in South Africa. There, there wasn't um, South African by birth. There was Tabo Cephalosha who came through. Um, but, yeah, I think it's just because it's been mostly... Like, yeah, it hasn't been, like, a South African player. I mean, I remember even in baseball, there was that one guy who played for the Pirates in, in, yeah. in, the, in the NBL. Yeah, where, where well, we, no, that guy's doing Yeah, that. where we made a big fuss about him, but then it's kind of been crickets for him since. So it's yeah. like, it's, so, it's just, so it's probably those kind of things. 100%. Where it just takes that one thing to just kind of spark everyone to get to, like, 
to like get involved because it would be interesting to see like for like for example how many kids might have seen that guy playing baseball and actually took it up as a sport yeah like that would be interesting to see like those kind of things yeah i think also the nice thing the nice thing for me is getting to getting to the nba when you're when you're born in in africa yeah uh it's obviously a, a lot more difficult than it is for someone who's playing in Europe or obviously course, someone who's playing in America itself yeah, yeah. because there's already like a way for you to get exactly. to the NBA and I think the nice thing is that by creating this NBA Africa League or uh, Basketball Africa League is that it's going to give people the hopes that if I kill it in this league mm. then I can make the stepping stone of going into the NBA one day yeah, and I yeah. think that's such a that's such a cool thing um, it's going to create a lot more hype around the sports there's going to be a mm. lot of kids picking up basketballs uh, bas- picking up basketballs now I think the next step though is obviously creating the league is very dope mm. but then you need to make the game more accessible like the yeah. reason soccer is such a popular sport is all you need to play soccer is, is a soccer open ball. field yeah yeah you even, like you could play soccer in your backyard exactly. you could play soccer in the office yeah. you yeah. can play soccer pretty much anywhere and yeah. i think basketball is a little more tough because mm. you need a hoop and all that other stuff but i think you know, it's about taking basketball to the hood. I mean, if you've grown up in the hood, then you know, like finding a basketball court is. Oh yeah. You know. I think. Excuse me. I think even in general, I think finding a finding a court in South Africa can prove quite tricky. Mm-hmm. But I have a theory. Just take all those tennis courts that are chilling, mm-hmm. put up a hoop, and then you don't even need to get the lines painted. Just like, just like start with like the basics. Put up yeah. the hoop. Let, let 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 the kids shoot at it. Yeah. And yeah, and like I think for me also another thing could be maybe to I mean like push netball a bit less and put basketball, and put basketball <laughs> more. I'm gonna say it. Basketball's the bigger sport, man. Wow. So like, wow. like yeah, just just push basketball. I mean, you know, who wants to shoot at a hoop that doesn't have a backboard anyway? It's childish. <laughs> well if we have female viewers like or female listeners, we are gonna lose so many listeners because No we're not because <laughs> I support Candace Parker. I love women's basketball. Like, I follow that shit. So it's just like, yo, I'm just saying though. Skylar, Skylar, Skylar Diggins. Skylar, yeah, you know, like Skylar Diggs, all of them. Like, yeah. there's some dope basketball players. And I think... Look, man, hmm. all I want to say is <laughs> Nepal is dope, okay? Don't, don't hate on Nepal. I'm not, I'm not hating on Nepal. Also, like, you, you saw, like, at the World Championships, yeah. like, South Africa got to the semifinals. Of course, yeah, and yeah. Because only 10 countries play basketball players play Nepal. <laughs> There's a few actually, and Goal is quite stop it, stop it. Because <laughs> I think I think even at the Olympics, okay, Suzuki's so obviously turned this basketball show into a netball show now. <laughs> but I think even at the Olympics, like we actually do quite well. We do um, we in do. netball, and I'm we talking do. about the African continent as as a whole, not just. And shout out to Spa for sponsoring netball for all the years. Is Spa is Spa still sponsoring? I'm sure they are. Damn, hectic, hectic. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think having having an African league mm. is going to be solid, and I think yeah, they need to start developing like um, developing places where kids can play. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I haven't traveled around um, other African con- uh, other African countries as much as so I've been to Zim and I've been to like Swaziland. Yeah. And both times I've been to those countries, I've not seen a single basketball court. Yeah. Um, but obviously those countries also aren't known for their basketball. Exactly. So I'm thinking yeah. places like Angola, yeah. Nigeria, you know, basketball courts might be a bit more prevalent in those places. Yeah, because I think maybe let's actually just touch on some of the cities that that, that are going to have um, have a team. I see they've got one in Cairo, Egypt. 
Yep. Dakar, Senegal, Lagos, Nigeria, Luanda, Angola, Rabat, Morocco, and then they're saying either Monastir or Tunis in Tunisia as the host cities. Mm-hmm. And the regular season will take place uh, with uh, Rwanda, Kigali being the host city for the final four and the final. Yeah. So I think what could be quite cool, also I think just looking at it from a from like a continental view and like sort of semi-political is mm-hmm. that I think it should sort of start to create more it should, it, it's like a nice chance for us to see other other nations which we no, wouldn't normally see yeah. and like other stuff because yeah. I think I mean look we do have a have a have an issue of like xenophobia as South Africans so I think 100%. things like this could definitely help because then you kind of yeah. make yeah so it's like nice to have a sport that's going to be celebrated just all across the continent which for is sure. really cool yeah because I mean sure. like for example now you could be you could be playing in the BNL league Mm-hmm. But then now you could have aspiration like you know what actually I, I want to go rep- represent the team in Dakar. Yeah. And now you find yourself living in Dakar for two years. I mean, imagine like this is like a hypothetical scenario. Mm-hmm. NBA Two K um, Twenty One. Mm. The story starts in Africa. Yeah. And then you're a player from Africa trying to get into the NBA. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. like those kind of possibilities become yeah. open now with this NBA kind of kind of partnership. So that's quite. Yo, you need to put that thing down on paper before any 2K hears this podcast. <laughs> and next thing you see, you're playing 2K. You know what I mean? 2K Twenty One. Because the last 2K actually started in China, right? Yeah, when, yeah, or, exactly. or the player ends up going to China for exactly, a little bit. Exactly. So before coming back to the so, US. I mean, those are the kind of things which could become open. So I think from yeah. from from that perspective, it's cool especially because 2k has become like a because i think that's actually like one of the gateways into the game starting to grow yeah is i mean you know the same way fifa is the biggest game in the world i think nba is growing and that's one way in for a lot of people to get to know it and as we mentioned i think also pop culture mm. basketball is huge in pop culture mm. so i think things like that could further help but help it grow and i think them having an african footprint as long as they tap into um authentic into people that are genuinely basketball fans yeah. and find that rather than um yeah kind of jumping on trends which we spoke about offline that we won't get into <laughs> <laughs> look man i think i think the cool thing for me is that sports breaks down so many barriers exactly and by doing something like this it's actually going to bring people closer yeah um yeah. it's going to open up the borders a bit more yeah. um, but it's also going to open up the borders in, in a positive way you know what i mean yeah. people are going to get to experience each other's culture um, get to learn more about each other and I think and then the nice thing is that you know um, if you're an African person mm-hmm. um, and you play basketball and if you're one of the best whether you play in South Africa or yeah. Zim or Swaziland you're going to get picked up by one of the by one of the big teams you know exactly. what I mean um, I mean I know um, Mars has a has a big basketball culture yeah, yeah. Um, so like imagine being a basketball player from Mars and you mm-hmm. being picked up to play for a Nigerian team um, so I think the, the cool thing also is that there's going to be 12 teams yeah. um, and then there are going to be six teams in, in there are going to be two conferences. Yeah. So it's not going to necessarily be East and West like the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's going to be two conferences and then there's going to be six teams in each conference. Nice. Um, and each team, I think, is going to play 30 games. Oh, hectic. Yeah. It's going to be play a long games. season. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I think the league kicks off like 100 miles was March. It's, it's in 2020 though. Yeah, yeah in 2020. Year. So I think it's March in 2020 and it goes all the way into September. Nice, nice. That's um, good because it gives us some basketball to watch. Exactly, the... exactly. And then unlike, so the format is a little different to the way the NBA is set up. So instead of the top eight teams, which doesn't make sense because you only have yeah. six teams of conference, the top three teams are going to go into like a, a little like elimination series. 
So all all six teams are gonna so it's gonna be like another mini league yeah. that's gonna take place. Okay. And then um the two top teams are gonna to go to the finals. Nice, nice. Yeah. Nice. So there's gonna be the final four, sorry. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, then the, the top four. two teams. Almost similar going. to um college basketball and hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred okay. percent. I mean I'm just excited to see um, you know, the players that grow from this. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think there's obviously gonna be a couple of NBA stars or four more NBA players are gonna be involved. Mm-hmm. I'm just excited to see the development of basketball in Africa. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I just wish this happened like when we were so young. We could still pick up basketballs as well, you know. Before we (laughs) banged up our knees. You know what I mean, dog. You know, that's cool. We can we we can we can we can go out there and just pull a Kobe. Just play one just just like play one game, I'll pass you the ball, you pass me the ball, you'll get sixty one points, I'll get like twenty assists. (laughs) Just like stat load it and then just be like, hey cool, we're done. We are three tired, fam. I'm gonna go out one and oh. I'm going out as a champion, undefeated. But yeah, I think speaking of international, I think yeah. while we're talking like globally, we might as well touch on. Um, I know we're about to get into the FIBA tournament. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's gonna be um, really interesting because mm. I think America has pretty much won, you know, most of the last few tournaments. Yeah, they always dominate. They always have the best team. Um, but I think what's what's nice and what's a nice thing that's changing in in the world of basketball um, is that there's a lot of other other players from other countries infiltrating the NBA. Yeah, I know there's always been players from you know other, other countries who yeah. are part, yeah. but I think there's more of it now. Yeah, and some of those players are becoming some of the best players in the NBA. Exactly. For exactly. instance, yeah. so I know that um, Giannis is going to be there representing Greece. Yeah. Um, Nikola Jokic is going to be there representing Serbia. So it's going to be lit, fam. It's going to be a yeah, really dope yeah. tournament. And I mean, for, for France, you've got Rudy Gobert. Spain, you've got uh, Ricky Rubio. And yeah. you've got Marcus Gasol. You've got an NBA champion. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 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 that's quite cool. Yeah. Um, I've seen like a lot of the top players obviously aren't participating because I think um, I think USA, they usually save it for 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 the Olympics. Yeah. But I mean look they like 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 their depth is still crazy. They're crazy stacked. Yeah, they yeah, still have and I think the nice thing that they try to do is they try to give young players experience and they try exactly. to help them grow. Yeah, cuz I mean you get the chance to work with uh, coach Pop cuz he's cuz yeah. he's coaching the USA team. Yeah. So I think yeah. for them that's a dope experience especially yeah. for like a young talent to work with Popovich. Yeah. So yeah. I think if if I'm a, if I'm an NBA team and I've got a young player that I'm trying to develop. Yeah. Like I'm saying to them like go play on the yeah, park, exactly. you know, you're going to learn so much. Exactly. Under that guy, exactly. um, and it's gonna be good for your game. Yeah. So yeah, guys exactly. like Kyle Kuzma, exactly. uh, Spidey Mitchell, mm. Jason Tatum. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be so good for those guys to actually go to this um, to the tournament and actually play in the pop. You know what it kind of feels like? It almost feels like it's the All Star reserves. Yeah. Which is nice for them to still yeah. get a chance to yeah. shine and like represent their country. It's that would be like, so dope. Yeah. That would be so dope. Yeah. Um, so speaking of of the whole tournament, right? Um, I mean, we can make. It, it kicks off in about a week or two. Yeah, no, about um, two weeks, and it's happening in China. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're in China, go check that out. Yes, and I hope you're listening if you're in China. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I mean, we always do this thing where we predict who we think the favorites are. Yeah. So what we can do is let's just start off from the back this okay. week. Uh, pause. Let's just start yeah, from the back. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's just start with our top four, right? Okay. And then when we get closer to the tournament, when yeah, the tournament yeah. kicks in, we can actually go uh, group by group. Yeah. So, who are your top um, your top four teams? Like, who are your favorite four teams? My top four, um, it's tricky, cause yeah. you know. But I did a bit of research. I'm gonna go with 
My fourth favorite, I'm going to say Australia. Okay. Just, just like a bit of a dark horse. Is Ben Simmons in the tournament? Ben Simmons is not there. He's okay. Not there. That's, not that's, there. that's a bit of a restaurant. But I know Andrew Bogut is there, and yeah. I think, um, let me see, what's this guy's name before I mess it up? Paddy Mills. Paddy Mills is yeah. there. Paddy Mills is there for Australia. Yeah, so I think that's, that's quite a team. decent team, though. Yeah, yeah, and I think, yeah, and I think um, the sport seems to be growing there as well, which is quite nice. So I think I'd, I'd have them as my fourth favorites. Yeah. There was another point guard that was supposed to be big before Ben Simmons. I can't remember his name, but I know he used to play for. I think. I think uh, De La Vadova. Um, uh, well, well, I know De La Dova's on the team. Man. Let me yeah, De La Dova was on the yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. So there was another young kid. Uh, I can't remember. His, I can't remember his name. I think his surname starts with a D or something. Mm. Um, he was hyped as like the next big player before okay. Ben Simmons. No, um, and I think he had injuries that kind of like messed up his progress a little bit. Um, I think he's on the Jazz. I can't, I can't remember who he's okay. in right now. No, I'll have a look and see. Yeah. Yeah, and then from there, I'll go with France. Uh, obviously, they've got like Rudy Gobert and a few other good guys. Nicholas Batum. Nicholas Batum. Yeah. And yeah, I think um, as a country, I think the weather, they're like top three. Yeah. Yeah, so they're top three. Nicholas Batum confuses me, dog. Like, yeah. <laughs> that guy is a, he's like, he's such a chilled player. Mm. And then you see, like, one day he'll have like 24 points, yeah. 8 assists, 10 rebounds. And then he'll shoot like seven for twelve. Yeah. And then the next day he'll score like six points. Yep. And only take one shot. I'm yeah. like, what yeah. are you doing? What yeah, are you he's, doing? His 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 consistency, I think, is costing him. It's insane. But I mean, I guess also when you're playing with a ball dominant uh, point guard yeah. like Kemba. Exactly. Uh, we'll see what what how he plays next season. Now mm. that you know Kemba's not going to be with the team anymore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. So that was that was France. France is your France third, third favorite, favorite team. Okay. Uh, now I'm going to go with Spain. Spain. Yeah. Uh, Ricky Rubio, Marcus All championship winner, as, as we said. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think Spain. Spain. They've they've had a pretty good history. I think as far 100%. as recent players, especially recently. I mean, obviously they had the Gasol brothers, Ricky Rubio, yeah, and a few other guys. And I think yeah, they've and yeah, they they seem to have a strong basketball culture because you know yeah. FC Barcelona's got a team, for example. Real Madrid has a team, mm. and they actually and they actually pick up their teams, which is good. Wasn't Luca part of one of those teams? Actually, Luca was at Real Madrid. I think. It was at Real yeah. Madrid. Yeah. He was yeah. like so MVP Luka, before he came to. Yeah, the so Luka Jankic uh, came from Real Madrid, which is cool. And then obviously my number one favorites are still the USA. I mean that team is stacked even without the big stars. Still got Kemba Walker. For sure. Still got uh, Marcus Smart. Still yeah, it's just it's just like a bunch of seasoned guys in, in that team. And, and as you mentioned, you've got uh, Popovich coach to co- coaching it. So I would say they're my favorites. And what's nice is there's a there's some African presence as well. There's Nigeria. Yeah. There's Ivory Coast. Tunisia's there. Angola. Uh, yeah, um, Angola's there. So, so so it'll be nice to see how those guys do. I'm gonna I must actually check offline and see where whether or not this whether or not we can find the games because because it, it'd be cool if like League Pass gave us uh, yeah. something. But yeah, I mean I don't know. Actually, it'll also be cool if League Pass does something with with the basketball Africa League as well. That could be cool. I'm sure that will definitely yeah, happen. Like, yeah. There's no ways. Like, exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, and I'm sure they'll have different YouTube games as 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 they have now. But yeah, I think that'll be quite interesting. Um, yeah. And then going back to you, who are your favorites for FIBA? Okay, so I mean, I think um, I'm not going to say mine in any particular order. Mm. I was going to say, you know, just the teams that I like off the top of my head. Uh, so I think it goes without saying, like, what I like about this is we don't friends about, like, picking the same teams. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some things in life are just obvious, right? Exactly. We don't have to yeah. add drama for no reason. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, uh, Team USA is always, like, a favorite in any tournament. Um, they've got some really cool upcoming guys. We've already spoken about a couple of them. Um, Darren Fox is going to be interesting to watch. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Brown is going to be quite lit. Is Tatum there? I forgot to check. Jason Tatum is also good. there. That's good. Um, and then you've also got 
Um, you've got Marcus Smart. Um, actually, I don't think Tatum is there. I don't think I think he might have pulled out. Um, and then you've got Marvin Bagley the third, who's like a young center. Yeah. The Sacramento Kings has been, you know, who's been tipped to be one of the best centers in the league in the coming season. Nice, nice. So I think, as always, like you said, like Team USA has so much depth that you yeah. can never count them out, even if they don't sense their best team. Plus, I think what's nice is that uh, with the tournament is we'll get to see some new talents as well. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, so I'm starting with the two teams where we kind of like pick the same players. So, I mean, you've already spoken about all the players in the Spain team. Yeah. So I think Spain will probably be like my, uh, you know, not my second favorite. Uh, we just forgot their Hernan Gomez brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. Hernan Gomez brothers, yeah, they're going to be quite lit yeah. as well. So Spain has like a pretty decent team. They've got mm-hmm. experience, they've got young guys. Yeah. Um, and they've got guys who can actually ball quite well. Yeah. So Spain's going to be another team that I think we should look out for. Uh, and then, obviously, because if you listen to the show, then you know, Giannis is my homie dog. Of so course. Gotta put, gotta put Greece in there. Um, I think it would be interesting to see how he plays, um, you know, within, within that team. Because mm. um, when you're in an NBA team, obviously the league is stacked with a whole bunch of talented players. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see, it'll be interesting to see how he leads this, this Greek team. Yeah. Especially now that he's going to have his brothers, Kostas. Yeah, and it's like a family affair. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be quite lit. And then the Gumbo brothers all jamming together is going to be um, something amazing to watch. Yeah, um, those guys are like pretty tight. So it's really cool that all of them will be there representing their country. Mm, mm, that's cool. And then I think these are probably... So if I had to say like which two teams I think will be the best two teams in the tournament, I'd probably say the USA and Serbia would be like... Yeah, Serbia is a dog. Yeah, I mean, Nik- Nikola Jokic dog, like... He was insane last season. I mean, yeah. I think he did well to lead the uh, to lead the, 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 the Nuggets. Nuggets and Nuggets. Yeah, yeah the sorry, Nuggets. Yeah. Nuggets yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's so rare to find like a big a big man who can shoot the three, true, true. who can spread the ball. Like he's such a talented player. Um, they've got who's that guy? Um, they've got Bogdan. Uh, you know, Bogdanovic. Mm. Um, they've got Boban. They've got so many talented players and guys who have experience in the NBA as well that yeah. you can't you can't count them out. I'd love to know what the country did to kind of push basketball. Yeah. Because it's like it's, it's almost like a dark horse that you would never expect. Hundred percent. But they seem to do well in like a lot of sports. Yeah. I, mean, I know that their soccer team can often be quite solid. Yeah. Yeah. And tennis, you know. Yeah tennis as yeah. well. Exactly. Yeah. Um so I think those four teams in my opinion are gonna be like the teams that are gonna they're gonna rip it apart. I mean I've got uh, USA and Serbia is my top two, okay. but I think Greece and Spain are going to be like. It all depends on how how Giannis plays, but I think Greece yeah. and Spain are going to be like quite lit as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fingers crossed that no one gets any serious injuries during the tournament. Yo, if yeah. Giannis, anything happens to Giannis, yeah. and it's a bug season, pretty yeah. much like wrapped up. And Brooke Lopez, is exactly. And Chris Wilson is Chris there Wilson. as well. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yo, I'm bugs management. I'm watching. I'm Dude, watching this like this tournament, like, like with my yo, fingers, toes. If you're Mark Putin, you're just like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to coach all the teams and benching Dude, my legs. You know what I mean? It's just like, bro. <laughs> yeah, I think also speaking of injuries, man. Um, Boogie. Yeah. Oh man. I don't even know. I don't even know what to say, dude. Like Boogie, Boogie Cousins. If so you don't know, we're talking about Demarcus Cousins. He, he went down earlier today. Yeah. But and the, initially they reported it as just a, a knee injury, yeah. but we just discovered that it's an ACL tear. Is it an ACL tear or ACL tear? ACL tear. And ACL tear is easily six months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know how he's gonna come back from that again, dog. Like, 
like another injury that mm. like has him out for like a, a long period of time. Yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna. This is gonna be a testing time. It's gonna show us his spirit. Yeah. Because I think, for because I think what we often forget about with athletes is that these guys like they're fortunate enough to get to play a sport that they love like like for a living. Yeah. So when you take that away from them, especially over and over again, and when it starts to feel like your body's giving in on you, that can definitely take a huge mental toll on you. So it'll be interesting to see. Because mm. I mean he. Yeah, I think he. I think with the Warriors, it looked like he was getting back to like some semblance of, of like a consistent game, yeah. of like, of like a, a consistent run of games, and he was yeah. he was kind of finding his game, and then he went down in like the first round of the playoffs, and then unfortunately he didn't quite recover towards the end. Yeah, and it looked like you know going to the Lakers could be a nice sort of sort of move from especially to to be back with AD because they did well in in New Orleans. Yeah, and to have this is like another setback. It's just like yo man, prayers up for him. We just I just hope he's able to stay focused and just come back strong. The Saints. Yeah. Um, I mean I think I think the uh, it's it's a good thing and a bad thing. And I mean so it's obviously a bad thing that Homie got injured. Mm. But from my from my Lakers point of view. I think the fact that it happened now before the season starts yeah, yeah. means they can actually look at like alternatives. I mean, I know it sucks to think of it that, that yeah, way, yeah. but obviously as a team, you, you have to keep moving forward. Mm. Um, and I was going to say like one of the good things for Piggy Cousins is again, he's part of a team that will either way will make it to the playoffs yeah. and they don't need him to make him make it to the playoffs. Yeah. So give him time to recover at his own pace without rushing himself back in mm. um, and he'll be fine. Um, so then as the Lakers you obviously have to look at like you know other alternatives yeah. and we were talking earlier about the Carmelo interview that he did on yeah. ESPN mm-hmm. um, was it ESPN or was it was yeah, well, his first take with uh, Stephen A yeah. yeah yeah and I mean you were basically saying that Carmelo was like yo like I don't understand why I'm not part of a basketball team like yeah. I don't understand why no one scooped me up now but I think uh, one of the things which he forgets is when he went to OKC and I remember someone asked him about being on, being on the bench and he kind of laughed it off and shrugged it off yeah I think he didn't realize that his role would would have to change yeah and also like another thing which was quite interesting from that interview was the situation at the Houston Rockets I think the Rockets kind of did him dirty a little bit. Yeah, they shafted him badly. Yeah, because they, they basically, unofficially, he was on a 10-game trial, which no one knew that he was on a 10-game trial. And then after 10 games, they pulled the plug. Which, I mean, for a player of his stature and his and his accomplishments, I mean, this was a guy who was a former scoring title winner. You yeah. Know? I mean, the stuff he did at New York and Denver, I mean, we all know about that if, if you follow basketball. I mean, Hoodie Mello is a guy that we often like you know like everyone idolizes Hoodie Miller yeah that's like, everybody you know, loves Hoodie Miller yeah though. I mean yeah. that's like Black Ops Mellow bro like, <laughs> so it's just like yeah so that's kind of so for me it's kind of crazy that Mellow is even in this situation yeah but I think he just needs to sort of humble himself and know that he's going to be a role 100%. player I mean I don't think like well I like, think that was quite interesting was they were talking about farewell tours and like does he deserve a farewell tour um I think I think if he was in New York, he would. Yeah. Because I think you've got to look at a farewell tour for me, and I think what's important is, um, I think actually let me let me kind of take 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 this back. I guess it's looking at his overall impact on the game. Yeah. Because I mean, because I know it like it's easy to say, dude, like you haven't won a, won, a, won a championship, so you don't deserve it. Oh yeah, and also going back to it is he spoke about he almost joined joined Chicago at some point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When yeah, and before then, moving to New York, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And actually he was he was he was supposed to be the original mem- member of the big three. Yeah. Um outside of Chris Paul. And then you heard oh, I read the article and there was yeah. something about the fact that he heard rumors that someone or like a few people might be leaving that uh, the Chicago Bulls team. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. and then like, apparently was when um 
who was coach at the time? Uh, Tom Thibodeau. Yeah, well, yeah. Tibbs, Tibbs might be leaving the team, and yeah, he was yeah. like, okay, cool, there's no point in signing with yeah. Chicago. Yeah. But I think, like, if anything, his his career is a, is a testament of just unlucky as far as timing goes. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, and and he also mentioned how New York kind of made promises that that they didn't keep. But I think at this stage, we all know how the Dolan, um, how Joe Dolan runs run, runs the Knicks, which is yeah, just James is hella shocking. Shocking. Yeah. Shocking. Shocking. Yeah. I mean, but, the fact that yeah. they didn't go in for KD because he was injured was... Yeah, like, That yeah. just shows you the kind of management. Dude, I mean, the fact that, that the Knicks are... I mean, we spoke about it last episode, I think, as well, briefly, is that the Knicks are such a... are such... Like, like New York as a city, you're sport because it's a big market. So as yeah. a sporting franchise, you're always going to have, have, have an advantage. And they've let Brooklyn come in and just, boom, yeah. totally, like, overtake them. But anyway, going, um, going back to Carmelo, I think... I hope he's able to find a team. I think... It's For hard sure. to think off, 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 off the top which 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 would be a good fit, because I know some people have been mentioning the Lakers, but I'm like I don't I'm not quite sure how how he'd fit into that team. Mm. And I think yeah I think he just he just he just has to be patient. I see him. Yeah I think he just has to wait it out. Like his like his his situation is tricky. Yeah. Because the game has changed a bit, and his style is very much ISO. Yes. And ISO, like not many teams play 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 ISO ball anymore. And he doesn't play good D. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like to be part of a, a good championship team, mm. you need to be able to fit into the system. Exactly. You need to be able to play good D. Like more than anything, what, what helped the Raptors uh, win the championship was like they played great defense. And the depth. Yeah. And they had incredible depth. And I mean, depth. we haven't mentioned that the fact, you know, when they won that they had like three former uh, defensive player of the exactly. year. Uh, exactly. Three defense player of the year. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think I agree with pretty much everything you said. I mean, I think Melo's career has been good enough for him to warrant getting uh, a farewell tour. Yeah. I mean, I think it's easy for everyone to, to forget uh, what an amazing player he is mm-hmm. and what an amazing player he was because things haven't gone that smoothly in the last couple yeah. of years. I think he had years of wasted talent when he was, when he was at the Knicks. Yeah. Um, so I think the Knicks thing was, a, was an unfortunate situation. Mm-hmm. They kind of like, it was supposed to be like, beautiful homecoming exactly you know the rebirth of new york yeah, like yeah. you know new york being one of the contenders again mm. i mean then there was a point where they signed Kristaps, and it was like yeah. okay cool we've got this kid who's yeah. gonna be amazing and then, and then Mello, phil jackson coming in as president phil jackson like, coming in it was on, like yeah. what's going on and then, um, just, and then like things just went yeah. south from there if anything what, what could have been interesting is um instead of because i think he joined the knicks around a similar time when brooklyn when the nets were moving to brooklyn right yeah and he's actually his book, his his roots are Red Hook, which is Brooklyn, I think. So because it could have been, I mean, obviously the Knicks is still, gone, it's still the Knicks. Yeah, that, I mean, that's when Brooklyn, yeah. if Brooklyn was in a better place, yeah. you might have found, you might have found that he probably would have gone. Exactly, to like yeah. if he had the chance, like if today, if, like like if he had the Brooklyn of today, seven years ago, yeah, could have been another story. Yeah, and but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the way I see it is, if 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 he wants to, and I, I think for, for the first thing is like we need to commend him for like. Yeah. Because he's, he's, he's been paid, like, he got a payout from the Thunder, yeah. um, he got a payout from, from the Rockets, or he got the salary from the Rock, from the yeah. Rockets. Um, could have easily just said, like, okay, cool, I've got my money, like, I can take it easy and yeah. retire. But the fact that he still wants to play the game and is passionate about still the game, the hunger, yeah. that's, you know, that's something we should, like, be, you know, applauding for. Definitely. At Definitely. the same time, though, what you said about, like, you know, if he wants to go back into the NBA mm. and be part of a team, then he has to be willing to say, like, okay, cool, whatever role you guys mm. want me to play, I'll be that guy. Because he might not even be a sixth man at this point. Eh? Yeah. So it's like, yo. And yeah. plus, um, I, um, I'm something which we often don't think about is that he still has an amazing skill set. 
and by being part of a bench is then he's out when the other team's bench is on as well. Yes. So it's kind of, I mean, it's like a crappy way of looking at it, but he's not going against the full strength of, of, of the opposition either. 100%. So like, it, so like if he can get hot against those guys, then it easily makes the case for him to then become almost like a six man and then kind of play that role. 100%. And then kind of like James Harden was at OKC, which is yeah. incredible, which is crazy to even think about today. <laughs> and then like he was a six man when Durant and Russell Westbrook was yeah. there. But like, you know what I mean? Like that's a role that he was able to excel at. Yeah. And then that was him actually coming into his prime and then we see how he's developed now. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Um, and also, like for me, the reason I don't mind him going to the Lakers is, I mean, he doesn't he doesn't have a bad jumper. Yeah. He doesn't have a bad three point shot. Yeah. So if he goes to a team like the Lakers, where you've got LeBron drawing attention, where you've yeah. got AD drawing attention, you know, LeBron always needs shooters around him. Definitely. So if he's willing to be like a spot up mm-hmm. shooter, that could also suit the, shoot the Lakers as well. Yeah. I'm I mean, I know sure there's of, other. Yeah. I'm I'm just not sure of his catch and shoot. Because I think he's not that, you know what I mean? He's not that quick. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I know, like, everyone was saying, the Lakers, the perfect player for LeBron to play with is Clay Thompson. Because mm. quick release. Yeah. But I think for for Car- for Carmelo, I think his, his biggest thing is he likes to find his own shot. Mm. So, he, so he likes to kind of get down and dirty in the post. Like, you really see him, like, like I mean, he'll, he'll like, pull up, but 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 usually there's, like, a dribble. or He likes to like get into the motion first. And then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's something like, yo, like you gotta evolve. I mean, exactly. That's, and that's, that's what the game is now. It's catch and shoot, yeah. That's one thing Kobe says. That's one thing LeBron, mm-hmm. that's one M- MJ's always said. That's exactly. like, you know, you, the older you become, the less athletic you become. Yep. So, for instance, Blake Griffin, in his first, I can't remember what stat I saw, but, like, he's shot... Uh, so in his first like six seasons, yeah. he shot two hundred and um, he scored and shot like uh, two hundred and seventy-one three pointers. Yeah. In the last six years, he's taken so in the last three years or something, yeah. he's taken the same amount. He scored the same amount of three pointers. And at the time, you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. he was like, yo, um, when I used to, when I started my career, I used to dunk on people all exactly. the time. My dunking was my yeah, thing. Yeah. But like halfway through the season, I'd be exhausted because I'm expanding so much energy. Exactly. So then I had to evolve my game. And I think Camelo needs to find a way to evolve his game. Also, well. you look at someone like Brook Lopez. And 100%. All of a sudden, he's like hitting the three. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's very true. It's you got Soji Parker hitting the three every now exactly. and then. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's in the pace blocking in like two minutes later. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> Much just sneezing off mic. <laughs> so what else do we have on the on the, on the topic for, for today's show? I mean, what I like is we can actually keep it quite light today, keep it quite short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, I think we've touched on like most of the like most of the stuff. So um, remember earlier I said to you that's why that's how I wanted to find out like if we have anything else to discuss. Is I said to you I'm gonna tell you something or I want yeah. to get your opinion on something. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I was like, actually, I'm gonna wait until we go on air go live, yeah, to yeah. ask you what that is. All right. So I don't know if you saw. I think it was an episode of First Take. Yes. Not 100 percent sure what it was. Um. So the NBA does this thing where they release like the all decade yeah. team. Okay. So there was the first team, there was the second team, and yeah. then there was the third team, right? Um. So the all decade first team was Steph. KD, LeBron, yeah. uh, James Harden, and you know. So this is for 2010 going to now? Yes, 2010 going to now. And obviously, you know, my homie The Claw as part of, as the fan, as Kawhi. the last member of the. Okay. And then, interestingly, talking mm-hmm. about Camelo, uh, the old decade second team Russ, Camelo, uh, Blake Griffin, Anthony Davis, and Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, the third team. Yeah. 
Lamarcus Aldridge, Dwayne Wade, Kobe Bryant, Giannis, uh, and um, PG. What do you think of those of those three teams? Match not matter today. Yeah, not matter at all. Yeah. Wow. I would have. I probably would have stopped. I don't know. Like, I'm a bit iffy about Giannis. Yeah, Giannis is. He's like a ladder, but but yeah. I, but I think it's but I but I think part of it is the impact he's had. Because even though you think he's he's been what he's been a thing for only like the last three years. Yeah, it's been the last two or three. I think someone like Dame, for instance, has, has had like a bigger impact on the. But uh, he's had a better decade. Yeah, you know what I mean. But the problem is he's a guard with like. Yeah. We're, we're at an age where there's just a plethora of dope guards. Yeah. I mean, like, Dame's good, but unfortunately, there's a person named Steph Curry that exists as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? 100%. It's like, if it wasn't for Steph, Dame could be, like, the alpha, yeah. like, point guard, but unfortunately, yeah. it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Which is, wait, Dame is third team or second team? Dame is not there. He's not there at all. Oh, dog. You asked. <laughs> okay, wait, who are, the, who are the guards in the second team? Because first team you said it was Harden and Curry. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, even like Clay Thompson's not here, dog. But yeah, okay, well, yeah. Also, like, <laughs> leaving out Clay, that's, yeah, yeah, that's dodgy. Okay, okay. Um, so, on the second team, the guards are uh, CP3 and um, Russell Westbrook. I'd put CP3 30. Yeah. Over what? Really? You take CP3 to the third team? Yeah. And swap them out for who? Um, I would bring in Dame maybe there. Yeah. Actually, it's tricky though. I would take out Kobe as well, to be honest. Kobe retired in 2015, right? Yeah. But he also he was injured like half the time. Yeah, the last he won his last championship in 2009. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So anyway, um, I can't remember what the name of the show is. Mm. Uh, like I said, I think it was it was first take. Yes, it was first take. Yeah. And they were, they revealed like this old decade. Yeah. yeah team. All three teams. And then when they showed Kobe, right, Max Kellerman said something ridiculous. Of course he would. <laughs> he, was, he was like, and I used to respect Max Kellerman. Yeah, you know, yeah. The last couple of months, he said so many disappointing things. He's a troll um, at this point. Like, <laughs> so he was like, Kobe Bryant should be all NBA. Worst team. I saw that comment. I didn't oh, entertainment. I was just oh. like, I'm not even gonna listen to this dude right now. Yeah, dog. Like, I don't know. Like, All NBA like, worst, but for the decade. For the decade. For the decade. Like, I know Kobe was injured like half the time, but also you can't judge someone for being injured half the. You know what I mean? It's like a double-edged sword. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look. Also, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, worst, yeah, worst is harsh for Kobe. Cause I mean, yeah, he was injured, but I mean, the guy scored sixty-one points in his last game, bro. Yeah. Like, off of like, like I think just off of like that man's heart alone is like off the charts. Yeah. Like I think, like I think if if you had to judge players just off heart and dedication, Kobe, Westbrook, and um, yeah, I think you'll be hard pressed to find anyone that can match those two. As yeah. Far as just showing heart. Like all time or just. Um, if we're going decade, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. all time, I'm, I'm not too sure of like guys back in the day. Yeah. But I know, like, like Jordan was intense as well. Yeah, yeah, Jordan yeah. was intense. But for me, the only thing which I count against Jordan is that he those those two years when he left. I mean, I know he did it for his dad, but it's kind of like mm, we needed you. Like, I needed him to be there for the full thing. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. So like that kind of for me makes me yeah. 
Like, you were like able to, like, yeah, like, yeah. you were able to leave the game. You look, I totally un- understand why, and then, like, you came back and you, and you, and you, and you dominated again. Yeah. But it's just, like, for me, Kobe, because like, I think Kobe had to overcome greater hardships. Yeah. Just, like, physically. Yeah. Because, like, Jordan retired and it was just, like, I'm done. Yeah. Like, he came back with the Wizards, doesn't count in my book. And then one, one final fun fact, just to end the show on, like, yeah. a very fun but light note. So, Vince Carter might sign with the team, right? So I think he might have signed with the Kings. Hawks. Wasn't it the Hawks? Was it the Hawks? Yeah. I think it was the Hawks. I mean, he's better with the Hawks. Again. Yeah. So, uh, if he plays a game next year, mm. uh, he will be the first player to play in four decades. That's wild. Yeah. Four decades? Four decades, dude. Because they'll play in 2020, yeah. 2010, 2000s, and the 90s. Yeah, in the 90s. You would have played in four decades. That's how wild. crazy, how crazy That's is wild. that? Shout out to Vince though. Yeah, shout out to Vince. I think what I like about Vince is um, he helped spearhead the Toronto Raptors. Mm -hmm. And um, look, he's never, like unfortunately, throughout his career, he's never come close to a championship. Mm -hmm. But he's one of those guys that you always cheer for just because he always has the right attitude. Yeah. 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 Like he never, like you really, like you really hear him bitching in the morning about anything. He's just just a guy who gets on the court, does his thing. And speaking to like evolving, he, he also was like known as a dunker and a driver. Hundred percent. And then he also found a three. Eventually. Also found a three. Found so a jumper. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and that's, so, yeah, that's if Melo's serious about joining a team, like, yes, yeah, he's yes, got to talk that. to Vince, bro. Yeah, yeah. Talk to Vince. Jeez, I can't believe so much for a short episode. I mean, I think yeah, yeah, it's only one of our shortest episodes, but yeah. we still we still winning. No, definitely. Um, definitely. So yo man, again as always, we just want to thank everyone who tunes into the show. There's been this, there's been a lot of cool feedback as always. Yeah. Um, shout out to the homie Tule. I know Tule, he hollered yeah. me the other day. Um, he wants us to do like a live thing and have like, a live <laughs> um, Shout out to the homegirl Jennifer as well for checking out the show. Shout out to Jen. Um, so yeah man, so you guys can check us. Suku knows all the handles. All I know is that we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook. Just look for Ricolo. And if you look for a Ricola, you'll see like, you know, all the links, all the past episodes. Yeah, yeah. And um, within some time, we might be doing some upgrades, but, 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 but we'll keep you guys posted. Yeah, so we're still on SoundCloud and MixCloud at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Right? We're, we're still on SoundCloud and MixCloud. We're working on a few other things, but yeah. yeah. We're about to go big. Thanks for the love, man. We yeah. thank you guys for the love. We're just going to keep doing this as long as we can. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah check out your Colo blog presents beyond the arc that's on uh soundcloud and mixcloud yeah. um and then we just have a recolo blog uh social media account like i said on instagram but otherwise you can just holler at us directly on instagram or yeah. twitter or facebook yeah holler at us like if you're having any troubles finding it we'll we'll point you in the right direction yeah and we usually post it on our on our personal platform we thing. always post so i'm yeah. i'm at galileo 86 i'm at soul brother but the e is a three this this guy in basketball, even his his handles have like basketball references. In oh, them. Yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but thanks for tuning in, fam. Like we appreciate the love as always. Yeah, and also Happy Women's Month. Oh, wow. Happy Women's Month. Just throw it in there, like last month. Yeah, months. like no, like no, but like Happy Women's Month. After you just netball. Yes, because I want you all to shine. <laughs> I want you to be great. Yes. I want uh, you to get that paper you deserve. Yeah. And the papers in basketball, well, it's not in basketball because there's equal pay issues, but yeah. You guys deserve, like, all the best. You guys deserve everything. All the love. Yeah, so we're going to shout out the woman. Um, yeah. It would actually be nice. Maybe that's something to think okay, about in the cool. future. Let's do this thing before, yeah. before we close it down proper. Yeah. Favorite female basketball player. Favorite female basketball player. I'm going to go with... Um, uh, don't say the... Don't... Okay, I think I know who you're going to say. And I think I'm going to say something someone different. Hold on, let me... Uh, we might say... <laughs> okay, give me three. 
I'm gonna go Lisa Leslie, Candace Parker. <laughs> I knew it. This movie is so predictable. No, but Candace Parker, I mean, Candace. I remember watching her in college. Yeah. And like she dunked and she was doing all the stuff. I was just like, whoa, she's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Lisa Leslie, Candace Parker, and I'm gonna go with Cheryl Swoops. Okay. Yeah. And not see that coming. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw in the young and you know me and my Sky Digs, though. Of course, of course. Got love for Sky Digs. Uh, Sue Bird mm-hmm. and uh, Diana Taurasi. Yes. She's yes, one of my favorite players. Dope, dope. And yeah. I was shouting out women, even though it's not basketball, shout out to the Banyana Banyana who recently won the Kasafa Cup again. I think it's like the third year straight, so you know, shout out. And they had like the best score of all, they had like the highest score. Yeah, it was like score. a 13 nil or something. Like yeah, yeah. 13, yeah. 34 nil or 34 something. 34 like. nil, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was something crazy like yeah, that. Yeah, man. But Banyana Banyana stays performing though. Yeah, they stay performing. Flying the flag. Um, and shout out to Africa, man. We've got our yeah, own basketball league now. Yeah. That that is like that is the best news I've heard in terms of like basketball. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's gonna be exciting traveling around the continent covering covering the basketball games. Yep. Yeah, man. Just just gotta make sure that they get the viewership right and that and that we have access to the games, because we just want to see the game grow, man. Like we yeah. love basketball. We just want to see the game grow and get the get the shine that it deserves. You know. Hundred percent. Yeah. Maybe they need a fantasy league. <laughs> a fantasy league will probably happen as well. Yeah, I think yeah, we're gonna need some time to get yeah, used to the players. Yeah, I think once people can get the hang of the stuff and yeah. know who's dope. Then I yeah. mean, it would, it, would, it would be great if we get to a point where you know, like with the with the. I mean, I, I think the money won't be as as great. Yeah. Like how certain basketball players go to China. Yeah. Go to Europe to play games. Um, I know there's a there's a basketball player that even left. Um, I think it was Meritage left the Bucks to go to back and play in Europe. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, I just hope, like, even if it's like. Ellen Iverson just helping the game grow and like helping bring viewership you know what I mean mm. if he comes for and plays for like a basketball team for instance in, in Lagos or like you know um, Angola that would be really dope or I mean like forget about all of that bring the all-star game to Africa bring the all-star game to and Africa and then make one of the features the NBA versus the BAL yeah I mean look they'll wipe the flow with this but it's fine <laughs> Adam Silver, you heard it from Sugu yeah. Joe. Bring, bring the NBA. I've got plenty of ideas. Adam Silver, Ronnie Two K, holler at me. Ronnie Two K, holler at us. Like we, <laughs> we need characters of ourselves in the show as well, yes. on the game as well. But Joe, um, this is us for the week. Uh, as always, this was fun. This was amazing. This was dope. We'll see you guys on the flip side. This is Khalilitan, aka GT, signing out. And this is Sugumani, aka Soul Brother. Saying peace, love, and happiness. Peace. Later.